know, I like Paul. I like uh, like his um, competitiveness. Uh, he definitely brings the element of surprise because when you look at him, he doesn't look too assuming, but he can go out there and make plays. So I like that about him. And just his, uh, he like I said, he comes in, he works hard every single day, and he can catch the ball. He can go out there and make some spectacular catches. He made one uh, in the preseason. So I'm hoping he can duplicate those same uh, that same playmaking ability when he comes down to play for his Monday night. Talked to you after the game uh, in the locker room. You, it, you're pretty emotional talking about Nelson, and uh, I know you guys are close. Uh, what have these last few days been like? Have, have you kind of tried to spend some extra time with him? How's he doing? And um, you know, what do you expect from him this week? He's doing okay. Um, you know, his uh, his his girlfriend's been in town. She's been spending time with him. He's been with uh, some of the guys. We've actually uh, went to Carson's house Monday night, spent some time there, and then um, on Tuesday night we always have a couples Bible study at uh, Chase Daniels' house. So uh, the last two days, we've just been at the quarterback's house fellowshipping and uh, spending time. And, you know, he's been great. Like I said, Nelson's a positive guy. So I know that he's, you know, maybe this might be a tough time. But at the same time, he is going to understand. He's going to get better from it. He's going to learn how to grow from it. Um, well, I think you know, the reason why I don't ever worry about Nelson too much is the same reason why it, it was kind of like the same thing that happened with me. I think, um, you know, when I was at Vanderbilt, it got to a point, uh, it was my, my freshman year. I mean, I was like, dude, I was, I wasn't playing. I'm like, dad, if I can't play at Vanderbilt, I can't play anywhere. You know, so it's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> I love you guys. But, um, uh, but at the same time, I just wasn't playing that much. Uh, and I got really discouraged and I was like, dad, you know, I think I want to transfer somewhere. I just want to go somewhere else because I, I'm not even playing here and I really think uh, I should be getting more reps and stuff. And my dad was like, look, are you going out and are you working hard every single day? And I'm like, yeah, I'm working hard. He said, just keep doing that. He said, if you have a standard of work, then that's what you hang your hat on. You, you know, a, a hard working man does the right thing, whether the right thing comes about. You know, that's you can't control that, but you can't control doing the right thing. And so that's what I always hung my hat on. So even when I felt like um, last year when I struggled a little bit, I said, am I doing the right thing? And when I looked in the mirror, I, I could honestly tell myself, yes, I'm coming in, I'm working every day, I'm trying to focus on the details, so at some point it's going to get better. And I feel like it has. And then mentally, you, are, you don't put yourself in a situation where, okay, you're trying to live up to a certain label. Like, you only have to live up to your name. You have to live up to an earthly label. And that's why I think um, Nelson's realized something I realized. You know, people start saying, oh, you're a second-round pick, you're number one receiver, oh, you're a first-round pick. Well, that's what the earth and that's what people tell you. But you're Nelson Aguilar. you go be the best Nelson Aguilar you can be, and that's what's going to help us size the team, and that's what's going to keep you at peace. And that's something that I think he's going to realize. That's something I've been telling him. But at the same time, um, I think he's going to definitely grow from this, and I think he's going to be a, a much better player afterwards. Do you think that the media market that he plays in is a factor? Yeah. It's like you said, the media market. But that's like you. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I, I like I, I told you guys. Um, I'm I don't sugarcoat anything. This this it's a hard place to play receiver. You know, um, I think any receiver who's ever played for the Eagles would definitely come and tell you that. You know. Um, like I said, we make mistakes. We don't make mistakes like in the trenches where it takes you guys like six games to figure it out. No, it's like wide open and there's nobody else but us, the ball, and Jesus. So, you know, everybody's going to know like, okay, you made that mistake. And like I said, you guys got to do your jobs. So 
there's just it's just a bigger media market. So there's more people doing the same job. So it's not just one guy writing one article; it's seven. So then, therefore, it seems worse than it is. And then <clears throat> it's in a heavily populated city that loves their football. So then that makes it seem worse than it is. But what are the like? What are the cold facts? Is are you playing well or are you not? And so I think that's something where. If you're not playing well and you guys are on top of somebody, then it's like, okay, now they're telling the truth and I'm internalizing it because I haven't been playing well. But like I said, for Nelson's case, I think he's played extremely hard. I know that he hasn't played as well as he wants to, but you know, just from talking to him, I don't think that the media or the outside stuff has been was like literally made him as upset as he is. I think he just feels like he's worked his butt off and he hasn't seen the fruits of his labor yet. But yeah, definitely to answer your question, yeah, it can be um, harder on some guys to play in a place like this, but you just can't worry about it. What did you make of playing uh, more outside or almost, you know, I would love to. I mean, like I said, I've, I've uh, talked about before, I mean, whenever you don't have to be like one dimensional and teams can't game plan for you in one area, it's so much better. Because I think too many people make too much of a, you know, a thing about being an outside receiver solely or inside receiver. If you switch it up, which most teams do, then it's more of an element of surprise that you can attack teams with. So I'm all for it. He's active. He's yeah. specifically a slot. Seems like, and you've done both. That would require maybe a little more outside. For yeah, you. and like I said, we're going to see that. We got. We still got to see how it goes. I know. Uh, Coach Peterson said earlier that we still got to evaluate some stuff through the week. Um, and I know we're going to do that. I thought we did some of that today. So we're going to see. I like PT a lot inside. I think he's very dangerous in there. And like I said, if I do have to do more outside, I'm going to embrace it and go ahead and do it the best I can. And so it's a takeaway the fans and, and the media, the receiving numbers are what they are. How do you guys fix it? Yeah, you got to, like, I've, something I've said all the time is, one, not just playing better, but two, we have to, have to take more attention to detail when it comes to practice. And it's something that uh, Jink and I uh, spoke with each other about. And so now that Coach Peterson is helping us out with reps as far as, you know, less reps in practice, now Jink and Rodney and uh, Mills, knowing some of those guys are actually going to start helping us as far as going on scout team and giving us a couple of looks there. So it's got to be competitive all week. You know, it's, it's got to be competitive all week. We can't have guys just reading the card and saying, oh, jump on this double move. And now we have this illusion that we're just going to be getting open on Sunday. And now we have to go against a real corner. So it's like, OK, well, we got to go on this six game win streak. Then let's make this thing game day every single day. And Jake and those guys committed to it. We did a little bit of it today. And then that's also us going over to scout team offense and helping them out a little bit and just keeping the competitiveness high. That way, you're not just going through the motions during the week and then expecting something to happen on game day that you haven't worked on. And so now, for all those guys, DGB, Bryce, PT, Nelson, you're not going to just be going against a third-team guy and then have to go and perform against Josh Norman on Sunday. No, you're going to be going against you know, Nolan, Jalen, Rodney, uh, Jink, and now you're a little bit better. You're, no, you're more prepared, I should say, to go out there on Sunday and do your job. So I think it's definitely going to be something that helps us out. So practice is, is one versus one now? Well, it's, it's more so the defense, like, handles it. Like, Jink's going to handle it. Like, it's not something that, you know, Coach Peterson went out there and just said, because he wants to save our legs you know, as much as possible. He's not about to make anybody do anything. That's on Jink. Like, he came over, he did the first two plays against me, and then he was out. So guys are still going to save their legs. You know, Coach Peters is not going to go out there and kill us. He's big on us taking care of our bodies, but he's also big on us taking hold of the team 
and figuring out how we're going to go get this thing fixed, how we're going to win games. And the only way we know how to do it is through work, work and then creating a competitive environment. That's what we plan to do. Last year, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think there was a couple games there where you were kind of going through a difficult time. And like some people suggested maybe, you know, ease up on, on hitting the judge machine, kind of lighten your load a little bit and stuff. Do you think that's kind of like a similar situation with Nelson's going through? And do you think maybe that might help him as far as, you know, not work? I mean, you know, obviously he works hard, but maybe. I think it's, it only is a problem once you internalize it. Like, when, if we're talking about just catching the ball, you know, as far as like drop balls are concerned, whenever a ball is put on the ground, then you also like you don't want to make excuses. But at the same time, you can go back and watch the film and say, okay, yep, right here I was worried about this linebacker. Right here, I coach, I thought about turning up field before I caught the ball. Okay, right here I turned my hands wrong. I gotta just catch it. I gotta extend. So you can know that. But at the same time, it's still external things, and you just gotta go make sure you are detailed the next time it happens. But once you internalize it and you're like, I don't think I can catch anymore, that's when there's a problem. That's when you got to step back from the jugs machine and step back from everything and say, okay, hold on. We're, I got to work this out mentally. Nothing physical I'm going to do is going to get me prepared to have that confidence to go back into a game and do what I need to do. Does that, does that make sense? So if it's, an, if it's external things, then no, like stay on the jug machine. Keep your standard. Because if you don't keep your standard of work, then you don't have anything. Then you throw that out the window, and then what's next? Then, oh, you know what? I really don't got to practice because all, it, all that matters is the game. And now you're really out of luck and now you have no type of preparation. But if you've internalized the fact that you just aren't a good player, I'm not saying Nelson has, I don't think he has, but that's a problem somebody's dealing with, then, yeah, that's definitely, you know, a situation where I would say, hey, it's time to step back a little bit. We got to just regain your confidence. Maybe have you talked to somebody, um, have guys be positive with you, and then, hey, now let's go back and attack it, get back to the work, and then find a way to go out there and make plays. You know, just the, the margin of error right now is, is not great at 5-5. Five and five. And is it something you guys talk about? Is it something you guys all understand? It's something we all definitely understand. Um, I mean, it's cut and dry. We got to win them all. And we got to win every single one, the next six. And that's something we all know, and that's something that we plan to do. Um, we've played a lot of these opponents already, and we've been competitive against all of them. So we know how to handle those games. But we've, we've got three other opponents who they're going to come out, and they're fighting for their lives too. You know, we can play Green Bay, and I know people are saying, oh, well, Green Bay's kind of down. No, Green Bay's fighting for their lives, and Aaron Rodgers isn't going to let his team just bow out. The Ravens are a team that have played competitively. They're not going to let their team bow out. Cincinnati Bengals, they've been a playoff team for years. They're not going to let their team just check out. And then we know what the division games are going to be like. So we know it's going to be a competitive stretch for these last six games. But at the same time, we're like, do we feel like we're the best of the bunch? Of course. Have we played all the teams, especially the ones we played already competitively? Of course. So now we like, okay, what are we doing those games wrong? Fix it. But we definitely know we gotta win the next six. That's we can't sugarcoat it, can't beat around the bush. We gotta win the next six if we wanna make a run at this thing. Nelson's comments after the game seem to indicate that maybe he did he has internalized this thing and he's kinda of lost a little bit of confidence or lost some kind of an edge. I mean, I don't know if what you heard from that, but how do you help him through that part of it? And, and would he need to take a step back in that case? Yeah, well, if, if that's the case, then it's honestly just letting him understand that, hey, bro, 
I think whenever, like you said, you do internalize it and your confidence is going away, you got to realize that your confidence can be in labels, something that I mentioned already. You know, I think the pressure comes in when you think you have to live up to first-round pick. That's, that's what the problem is. If you're living up to being Nelson Aguilar and you're just going and you're working your butt off and you're doing the best you can, then who's the only person who knows if you're doing that is Nelson. So if you're doing that, you can have peace with it. If you guys go to work every single day, y'all don't have a million people watching you. But at the end of the day, if you're not working hard, you're not going to be at peace with it. But if you guys do your job 100%, you guys can go home and say, okay, you know what, I did my best, I'm good. That's the same thing Nelson has to feel. He's got to, he can't worry about all the other things, whether it's the media, whether it's fans, whether it's this first-round pick label. No, because once you start trying to do that, then you're trying to live up to something that was never a burden meant for you to bear anyway. And so he's just got to kind of shed that away Take a little bit of time, you know, mentally, and then come back and get in the game because the kid works hard. I mean, he works extremely hard. If we're talking about a dude who doesn't have a good attitude and doesn't give good effort, I have nothing to say on the subject because attitude and effort, that's two things where it's like, if you don't bring that, then I don't even want you. Like, you deserve everything you get. Nelson's a classic case right now of a kid who's not getting exactly what he deserves. He puts in the time, but he hasn't seen the fruits of his labor yet. So what does that say about it? Hey, maybe it's just not his time yet. But that doesn't mean that he's going to stop working, and that doesn't mean that I think he's not a good football player. I think he's a great football player. I know he's going to help this team out, and we want him to help this team out. We're going to stick by his side. These past few weeks, without Fields in the lineup, the Packers are giving up a lot of passing yards. Yeah. Washington, Tennessee. What have you seen on the film, and what's it going to take for teams to do that? Um, I've definitely seen, you know, teams have gone vertical. Um, I've got to watch a little bit more film, but I know um, the, the Redskins, you know, for example, they went vertical. And if I would have told you somebody caught a deep post on them, you would have always DJ, but it was actually Garcon. And then I go and then I watch the, uh, the um, Colts game, uh, the Cowboys game, and, you know, Bryce Butler's catching deep balls, uh, Dante Moncrief. So, you know, I, I think right now teams have, you know, made an emphasis to go vertical, you know, on them. They do have some young corners out there that are getting better as I've watched games. They are improving. Um, but at the same time, we have to go out there and, you know, confidently and say, okay, when we have these chances to take shots, we got to, you know, roll the dice, but we got to go make them. This can't, this can't, this has to be the last game where we go out there and it's a 50 50 ball that we're not coming down with. We got to go out there and make plays, build confidence, make Carson feel confident, make Coach Peter. Coach Peterson feel confident and then just get the ball rolling. But they've got some guys. I think anytime you got a guy like 21 back there, though, you know, and ha-ha, he's going to always help out. Like, he's he's going – that's where the buck stops. Like, if there's – you know, I'm just going through a little bit of film. There's been some plays that could have been made, but ha-ha's breaking it up. And then, obviously, 33, Hyde, he's played a lot. Um, so they've got some veteran guys back there, but we definitely need to take advantage of their youth. All right. All right, guys.